Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Steve Crothy, and I'm back, bitch. It's nice to meet you, Steve Crothy. It's even nice. To, it's even better to meet me. I'm Sniper Spurf, and I have 290 hours in Bastion total. Bastion is a way of life for me. I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> I was ready. You, you should have for the first time, at least. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, man. I have been fucking obsessed with that fucking video. That's apparently been floating around the internet for years but i just happened to see it this last week because they were shutting uh overwatch down for overwatch 2 (laughs) so buddy um for anybody that hasn't heard uh give us the update on the hurricane situation uh you you couldn't be on last week's episode we had our buddy will on to talk about Fortnite with me because you were avoiding a hurricane how did all shake out for you yeah man so uh you know, we were kind of watching that little system about a, a week before uh, it came in. My wife is uh, is one of those aspiring amateur meteorologists, and she's constantly watching that kind of stuff. So she was watching it, and it just came closer and closer. And the more you heard, it just sounded worse and worse, like it was going to stall as soon as it hit land. And if anything directly hits the Tampa area, it's going to be, like, apocalyptic. You know? <coughs> So we got out of there, went to Pensacola, stayed with my parents for a couple of days, made a visit out of it. It was real nice. And then luckily the hurricane missed us. But, you know, I say luckily because anytime a hurricane misses some people, it's it's hitting someone else. And it makes you feel kind of bad for for kind of being happy about it. There was a it really messed up some some towns south of us. And yeah, they're going to have a long time getting back on their feet. But all good here. Thank goodness. And back in business yeah buddy that shit's brutal i am so glad you guys turned out to be okay i was really glad when you texted me and you're like we're getting the fuck out of town i was like fuck oh thank god i was real worried um yeah man no 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 point in subjecting myself to to that kind of stress really nah nah man we don't need i don't need to be turning on the news and see footage of you cindy and kit on the roof of a house in tampa you know what i mean like waving at a helicopter like come get us uh uh-uh. Yep, us and Tom uh, Tom Brady is up there somehow too. <laughs> Single as fuck though. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of fucking Brady, uh that's what we're talking about today. Not Tom Brady, but we're talking about football video games. Listen. Steve has uh he has 
you know, humored me through a lot of my fucking personal video game obsessions. I have my own personal history with uh, football games um, that's sort of in the past, but it's football season, college and NFL. So we figured why not do just a, a broad football video games episode. So Steve, since that is the case, you as a massive Alabama Crimson Tide fan and a massive Green Bay Packers fan are going to have a lot of input on this subject. But first of all, how are your two teams doing for anybody that may not know? <laughs> so uh, one cool thing about this episode is we're dropping it like literally in a matter of hours. So this is going to be one of the most like current mm -hmm. high potions that mm -hmm. come out based on when we record it, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, my team college team played Texas A&M this weekend and it was kind of a anticipated matchup. There was some bad blood leading up to it. I won't get into it, all of it, but it was a pretty excruciating game. Bama won. We had a backup quarterback in the whole time, and he struggled a lot, a lot of turnovers. It was a, it was a struggle bust the whole game, but they pulled it off. And then my Packers today traveled to glorious London to play the Johnny Grasso's New York football giants. Oh, my goodness. And uh, lost. They lost. So uh, I sent Johnny a message congratulating him, but I'll say it here, too. Congrats, Grasso, on your Giants. They were definitely the better team today. And uh, it really threw a fucking wrench into my morning. <laughs> so, Let me say uh, this. I was, um, he, uh, Johnny texted me while I was working yesterday and he was like, Hey man, give me a call when you get off. And I was like, okay, cool. So I call him, right. And we're just chatting and he's like, well, I'm going to let you go. I got to get up early and watch the giants game in the morning. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Who are they playing? He goes, Oh, Steve's team. They're going to, they're going to beat the <laughs> shit out of us. We suck this year. And I was like, Oh, Okay. And so, you know, let's say goodbye to Johnny. Right about that time, Will and I hop on Xbox. We start playing a little Fortnite. Go figure. Uh, they had an X-23 skin available in the store, and I unlocked Spider-Gwen in the Battle Pass. I was very happy about both of those. Um, nice. And we're just hanging out. Uh, the the loosey-goosey plan for Saturday night was going to be me, Will, Nick, and Steve um, try out some Gears of War 5 Horde mode because Steve, Will, and I finally finished um, the campaign and Hive Busters. By the way, if you follow me on Twitch at Blue Harvest Pod, you might have been able to see uh, me, still, Steve, and Will uh, finishing up the Hive Busters campaign because we streamed it. <clears throat> um, it was a lot of fun too. It was we fun. Had a great time doing. Yeah, it. man. The yeah. chat chat was being funny. There's lots of bits, of course, of course. Um, and uh, so Nick didn't show up. Steve shows up kind of late because the Bama game was late, and he pops in and he's like, "The first thing we Steve says to me is, I can't hang out too long tonight because I got to get up more early and watch the game in the morning." And I was like, "Wow, I've heard this exact same thing from two dudes today. What a coincidence!" <laughs> On opposite sides of the of the field. Um, so yeah, we, we figured we'd talk a little bit about, um, football games, our experiences with them. You know, I, I think if, if I imagine the course of how this episode's going to go, I imagine the three biggest franchises we will be talking about would be, of course, Madden, uh, NCAA football and the 2k series. I have a feeling that those three franchises, of American football games, NFL games, 
uh, will be what we mainly focus on because that's definitely the three that I've played the most of. Yeah, I would say that those three are the ones that have kind of achieved longevity, right? There's some earlier games that were important as well. Oh, for sure. Throughout the throughout the years, um, e- even more so, not not <laughs> the 2K games, even though I love those games, but uh, Madden in particular just has had a, a stranglehold on the genre for years and years, you know. And I'm I'm hoping that that changes someday because I feel like they're kind of lazy with it. Uh, yeah. from year to year yeah and, and that's uh, definitely yeah. something we can talk about and sort of the history of mm-hmm. of how that all went down before we really jump into the uh, nitty-gritty of football games though i i think there is another current event that we have to address we got to send some peace and love peace and love to our queen adriana chechik who oh, god oh. so okay uh, listen this weekend is TwitchCon, right and um you know, that's that is. I'll be honest with you, a convention that I have never necessarily seen and gone. Oh, I want to go to that. I like several streamers. I have streamers I like that you know go there, and I don't know, man. For one, I'm probably ancient compared to all these fucking streamers I watch. So I'm going to be the weird old guy, the down bad shaved Mick Foley that's like, hey man, I enjoy your stream, or yo, these are some good cheese fries, whatever the fuck it may be, right? How do you do, my fellow kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was seeing some, like, you know, funny, entertaining clips. I guess Megan the Stallion played at TwitchCon. Oh, yeah. She, she was, was twerking like, all over Master Chief. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. She better watch out. She's going to get that Brian Arvaret Twitter smoke if she gets if, she's, <laughs> if she gets too familiar with the Master Chief. You know what I mean? He might have a tweet ready. He was watching that footage going, know, like, man. just cross the line. That or look if it, it'll be if the three, opposite. Four, three, no man, listen. If three four three gives me a microtransaction to change Cortana to Megan the Stallion, I'm buying it. Just oh yeah, to let you know. I'm, I'm oh in. yeah, <laughs> you better get Spokey the Bear on the line because there ain't no smoke. We're stopping that house fire. <laughs> That's that'd be the first time I uh, butt heads with that dude. <laughs> He'd be like, uh, I don't know about this. I'd be like, Hey 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 hey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let us have this one, Brian. All right. The old guys need a win, sir. Okay. You and your happy family, your beautiful, happy family, and your wonderful podcast with your wonderful co host. Shout out, Josh. You know what I mean? Let us have this. Um, but, anyways, speaking of speaking of Josh, real quick, he's been getting back into sports Twitter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm super here for it, man. I he had a tough loss today with the Bears too, and I want to send my commiserations to him through the podcast <laughs> waves. So. Yeah, I've seen him um, talking some some sports chatter. So, yeah, um, I'm here for it. Okay, so TwitchCon's going on this weekend, and our the the official favorite streamer of the high potion podcast our queen adriana chachik is in attendance right and she so they had like one of those big foam pits like the opposite of a ball pit but where it's just like the cubes of foam right Mm -hmm. and she's standing on this platform in the middle of it jumps real high up in the air comes down lands on like her butt right or like her tailbone and immediately you can tell something's wrong and what ended up happening was they didn't properly pad this thing. It was literally just some foam blocks on the concrete floor. And she oh broke her back in two places, right? Yo, 
TwitchCon is about to get suit. <laughs> I, I don't know how much of a TwitchCon there's going to be in the future. You better best there better bet there's some white knights in her chat right now polishing the armor in their fucking sidearms ready to go to war. You know what I mean? Machetic. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Machetic. Fucking, fucking going to the fedora store, fedoras are us, and getting a brand new fedora, like a real nice one, like, a, you know, like a $150, $200 fedora with like a feather in it or something, looking like Fantastic. a down bad King Graham of Daventry. <laughs> fedora searches on Google, uh, Amazon went up like 40%. Uh-huh, exactly. So we just, peace and love, peace and love. I think if, if there was ever a time I needed to initiate the life-size standee of James Spader to her P.O. box uh, plan, I think now's the time. Because what would cheer anybody up more than a life-size standee of American entertainment treasure James Spader? Right? That's right. Yep, I agree. So That would cheer me up. Yep, Adriana, if you're listening, and I really doubt you are. I really doubt uh, it. We hope you get better. <laughs> we hope you get better. We soon. do hope you get better. Get, get back to get back to new boot goofing any yeah. uh, any old day now. Man, it, that is brutal. I'll tell you this: I didn't seek out the video. I had the video thrust upon me on social media, and it didn't even realize it was her at first. It just it was it, it didn't even say it in the in the like description. It was like. Someone broke their back in two places at TwitchCon, and then it was the video. And I was watching it, and I said, hold up. Is that? I think I know who that is. I might have done some research into this topic a few times, a few dozen times. <laughs> so, big ups. That sucks. Uh, I yeah, hope does she really does suck. fucking sue the purple Twitch pants off of them. Oh, yeah. get Get your money. I yeah. mean, we were talking about this right before we recorded, and it's like that's that's brutal. Like that's <laughs> that's a life changing injury, mm -hmm. you know. So it's ridiculous. Hope she gets better soon. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, there's some other stuff, some other sort of miscellaneous gaming stuff, but I kind of feel like maybe we save that for next week because um, we got enough emails and stuff to like a sort of a fuck around episode next week with some emails and stuff. Steve and I, let me tell you guys, we have been doing our game homework for episode upcoming episodes. I'm juggling multiple games like it's my goddamn job. Let me tell you that. We got some good stuff in the pipeline coming. Um, so you have that to look forward to. We're going to have a Gears of War 5 episode that, fingers crossed, we can get Will on board for um, since we finished that up. Uh, small small spoiler alert I consider the jumping quality between Gears of War 4 and Gears of War 5 one of the greatest comeback stories of the modern video game age it is incredible how much a better game Gears of War 5 is than 4 you're, you're, it sounds hyperbolic but I, I'm with you on it 100% like I can't wait to record and gush <laughs> about that game yeah and the other thing is the DLC the Hive Busters DLC potentially an all-time great DLC. But we'll get into that more when we talk about the game. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. 
You got this. Adidas. Um, so, buddy, I have a feeling that yours and my first star, uh, 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 football video game is going to be the exact same thing. Um, but I did have a piece of football gaming to ask you if you ever experienced as a kid that is not a video game per se. Um, did you ever have or know someone that had one of those electric football sets? I did not. Okay. Unfortunately, I always thought they were really cool though. Yeah. There was one at my grandmother's house and it was, um, so for people don't know an electric football set was like this metal football field. It was huge. Not like the size of a dining room table, but probably two or three feet long, like a miniature football field. And you had all your little players that you could line up in formation. And then you'd plug this metal ass table into the wall and hit a switch and it would start vibrating. And all the little football players would like move and stuff like that. If you want me to be completely honest, I never figured out actually how you play the game, but I liked fucking around with it because it was uh, it made a sound that it felt like uh, all the feeling fillings in your teeth were going to pop out, though. <laughs> That's a perfect description. Yeah. actually. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but um, beyond that, my very first football video game, very early in the uh, uh, history of me renting Nintendo games was Tecmo Bowl, which came Tecmo out Bowl. in 1987. Um, what a great game. I have a feeling that, you know, for people of a certain age, this is most likely to be um, their first interaction with a football video game. Unless they had like a cool ass dad that had like a PC video uh, football game that preceded this. Or I guess there was maybe football games on Atari. How the fuck? It was a couple of blocks smushing up against each other i don't know how would that work yeah it's nothing nothing that i played yeah tecmo bowl was definitely my first experience with a football video game and it was it's really fun you know super limited what you could do two run plays or two pass plays mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh that was pretty much that and then defense was like defend the run defend the pass mm -hmm. kind of yep i mean uh and and a game that once again with people of a certain age carries an aura about it or like this myth about it because of bo jackson like yep. mm -hmm. like he was the unstoppable player in tech mobile you could fuck around with bo jackson all day and never get beat um yeah like honestly you could call the correct play because it was almost like paper rock scissors it was it was tech mobile like if you called the right kind of defense to stop that play you know most of the time you would unless you were up against bo jackson in which case then it really didn't matter because Bo was going to just truck your guys. They were going to go flying off to the side mm -hmm. like it was a movie. Mm -hmm. Like he would run over like four or five guys at least on every play and probably take it to the house. It got to be kind of a cheat code where like if you were playing with your friend, they weren't allowed to use the Raiders. You know? Right. <laughs> well, so that I, I never had a um, – I never had a um, – experience playing Tecmo Bowl with someone else. It was always single player. It wasn't until later till I actually started playing like sports games against other kids or like family members or stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I know there were other 
um, football video games on the NES, but I have no experience with them. What about you? Do you remember any from sort of that 8-bit era of video games? Not really. Um, you know, I was I was familiar with other sports titles mm -hmm. from that era, you know, like Double Dribble for basketball or um, the baseball game, like, what, like RBI Baseball. Uh, there was the hockey game, Blades of Steel. I don't know if you remember that, the I, game that you could get in fights with that was I, kind of famous for that mm -hmm. time. I like Blades of Steel. I think just hockey or ice hockey. It was one of the original releases for the NES. It's like what they call a black box release. I think that's the better hockey game, personally. I was really good right, at that game. Right. But as a kid, you're like, oh my gosh, it does this cool little close-up of dudes and you can actually beat the shit out of each other. Like mm -hmm. to me, that mm -hmm. was that was a bigger selling point back when I was like ten. Yeah, and but... and it was a. I think that one was um, developed by Konami. And do you Konami. remember? Konami. Do you remember during halftime and stuff on the Jumbotron? It, you could play like a a short little level of like a shooter game, like on the <laughs> the Jumbotron. I do not remember that. Yeah, man. But I, I believe it. Thought yeah. that shit was slick. <laughs> Woo. Um. So, like, I had a little experience, you know, with football games in the eight. I, you know, I probably rented Tecmo Bowl a handful of times as a kid. Never owned it. And then when we get into, like, the 16-bit era, that is when you see the emergence of Madden as a franchise. It was coming out on PC before it started hitting, you know, the Genesis or the SNES. But when it really rose to prominence, I feel, was in that 16-bit era. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, particularly on the Genesis. That's I what like I was... Mm -hmm. for, yeah, for whatever reason, uh, I think the Genesis sports titles were generally recognized as the superior versions. And uh, I, uh, for whatever reason, I, I kind of went through a phase in my life where I was into football, but I wasn't really into football games. So I wasn't buying football games for my Super Nintendo. I think I would rent them from time to time, but generally kind of stayed away from them that point until mm -hmm. I went to go visit my uh, my cousin one year in New Jersey for Christmas. Mm -hmm. my, my cousin, who was like one of my best friends, <clears throat> and he had Madden for the Genesis, and we spent all weekend playing it. And it changed my view on football video games after that point. I was kind of addicted to them for a little while. Because it was better. But like, Yeah, it was listen, super better. <clears throat> as, as a died-in-the-wool Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo fan, I love them both. It's hard to disagree that each system had certain things they did better. I think fighting games, we've discussed this, were better on the yeah. SNES. They got better on the Genesis once the six-button controller was introduced. But by and large, the better fighting game experience was on the Super Nintendo, except for Mortal Kombat 1. And the, it had the better playing version of Mortal Kombat 1, but it just didn't have all the cool blood and shit that the Genesis version did. Um, right. I and, and I agree with you. The sports games on the Genesis, in my opinion, peace and love, infinitely better than their counterparts on the Super Nintendo. And that's not just Madden. That's the NHL games. Um, I, the debate could be yeah. had on... Right. And the debate could be had on whether NBA Jam is better on Super Nintendo or Genesis. I had it and played it on Genesis, so I, I have an affinity for that one. That game to me is a little different, mm -hmm. but we'll we'll get into we'll get into 
the similar <laughs> type of NFL game that, that was out in the 2000s. Yeah. But and, uh, um, I remember there was uh, Madden was was really interesting because of the evolution it had from year to year. Because mm-hmm. you kind of you would have like a basic football game and they just kind of keep iterating onto it. But mm-hmm. I remember one of the years, particularly early on, they would introduce like you could just haul off and kill the quarterback basically after the play was over and not get any penalties. Um, and then the ambulance would come out and it would run other players over getting to the, the, the quarterback. It was hilarious, you know, mm-hmm. like it was one of those things that you'd hear about at school, like, you know, Oh man, the ambulance and Madden runs over the players. You got to see it. Yep. And I love that. Um, I wanted to ask, did you ever play a game that was built on the Madden engine that came out for, I know it came out for Genesis. I'm not sure if it came out for Super Nintendo, but Mutant League football? I have, and uh, it, when we get to the modern era of football games, that's about my only experience as the newest Mutant League football. Um, but yes, I played that and thought it was awesome. Me too, man. I really, really loved it. My cousin had that as well on the Genesis, and mm-hmm. I remember playing it a lot. <laughs> like jetpacking over the line and... Um, just actually killing people on the opposing mm-hmm. team, setting land landmines, that kind of thing. It was a really interesting take, and I never played the the newest version, so I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that when we get there. But um, it was a really cool cool kind of swerve on the formula back then. I thought. So I think we talked about it on our Genesis episode, where like my first experience with the Sega Genesis was over at my uncle's house. We would go hang out at his house because my mom would play spades with my aunt and my aunt's mom and my cousin Brooke. So me and my uncle Dennis would hang out and play Sega Genesis. This is before I owned one. And that was also Mike's first experience with Madden. My uncle Dennis is a huge NFL fan, uh, college football as well. Um, so I just remember thinking how neat it was like that John Madden talked even though it was just, you know, a few phrases. It's definitely not the same kind of commentary you would get in generations that came after this, but, and, and um, you know, or that they would call the players by their names and stuff. I believe my first one that I ever played, would, which would have been with my uncle, was Madden 95. And do you remember that the Madden cartridges were physically different than other Sega Genesis ca- cartridges? They were taller, they were more square, and for some reason there was like this yellow tab on the side of it. This like yellow plastic tab on the right side of the cartridge. As right. far as I can mm-hmm. remember, the only series of cartridges that looked like that, um, and it was I just remember being fascinated because besides that um, Tengen stuff on the NES, you didn't see a lot of different looking cartridges on the NES. They were all very um, uniform if they were officially released, and if not, then things might get a little weird. Um, But I just remember that small detail fascinating me. And then Madden 96 comes out by that point, uh, so that would have been 95. By that point, I had my own Sega Genesis, so I convinced my uncle to let me borrow Madden 95 since he had just gotten 96. And, buddy, I played Madden 95 all summer long that summer. All I did was work on my season. Seasons. I played seasons 
won the Super Bowl. Like, because this was the first time I had ever seen that, right? Where you can play a whole season as the same team, win the Super yep. Bowl, and keep going on and have sort of like this dynasty. Something that they what would. Team, what team did you use? I used the Dallas Cowboys because my family were mm. massive Cowboys fans at the time. Ugh. Well, I mean, they still are. I've left the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fandom behind. I don't really have an NFL team now. I just want my friends' teams to win. If my friends' yeah, teams win and they're having a good time, then hell yeah. Um, that's... That reminds me. I, I did forget a, of a game. If I could just real yeah. quick throw one in there. I remember playing on the PC um, in between that, and it was Joe Montana football. Oh, I was going to talk about was... all his ass, old Joe Montana's <laughs> ass. We was going to talk about him <laughs> this, for sure. This was the first game that I can remember that had um, the commentary. And Nick and I used to talk about it. It used to crack us up all the time because if you would go for it on like fourth and forever or mm -hmm. whatever, the announcer would just every time he would go, I can't believe it. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> and we still meme on that. But <laughs> that was the first game I remember actually having full on commentary, even though it was pretty rudimentary at the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't have any experience with um, PC football games. Honestly, I don't know that I've ever played a PC football game. That's always been a console experience for me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So while Madden is coming out on both the SNES and the Genesis, there it's not like that was the only NFL game coming out. It was a very different landscape than what you have today. You had Joe Montana's football. You had um, uh, Capcom put out a football game on the SNES. They were always never as good as Madden, right? Right, because they had the license. Right, and for the longest time, well, so some of the other ones did as well. You might get an off-brand game that didn't have the NFL license, this was definitely before the time of the NFL license for video games being held by one company, right? Right, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. They were always not as good as, you know, whatever the current Madden was. Um, I would try them because Madden, got. I got so obsessed with Madden at that point that, like, I wanted to, you know, try out some other football games and never came across one where I was like, oh, okay, this is good can't even remember all their names at this point that's how little of an impact they made on me yeah, until <laughs> uh, until there would uh, a new challenger would finally show up but you're right like for mm -hmm. years and years and years madden was just considered the benchmark of a football game mm -hmm. um until what was it about was it 98 when the dreamcast came out right well the first nfl 2k game came out in 1999 which did i think 99 okay. was the the release of the dreamcast in north america um okay that sounds great but i know for me personally once i got that madden bug i held on tight for a really long time i know it doesn't seem like i play sports games now but for years or for generations of video game systems i always got a madden as soon as I got the system or once I started getting systems at launch, I got a whatever Madden came out. I did that through, I would say, the PlayStation 3 era. Um, <clears throat> so Madden was always something I was interested in. There were distractions, one that I consider to be, you know, better, especially for the time it was being um, released. Um, then, like, when you get into, like, the generation post 16-bit, when you get into, you know, your PlayStation, your Nintendo 64, um, Saturn, 
right? Like all of those. It's more of the same. It's more Maddens. They keep iterating. They're pretty good. I'll say this. If you're going to play an old Madden, you're either going to go back to the 16-bit era or you're not going to care. You're not going to fuck with it because those early 3D generation video game consoles had some ugly ass Madden games, let me tell you. Do you ever, do you remember what Madden looked like on the PlayStation 1? Not really. It looked, <laughs> I definitely wasn't playing any any PlayStation football games. It looks like um uh that picture of Aaron Rodgers that is the um group photo picture for our group chat, mine you and Will's group chat. <laughs> That's what the graphics looked like. Um but you know, really good games that also continued like the biggest advancement right that would come post 16-bit era was more um career modes they like they really leaned more into the career mode because it's pretty simple pretty basic on the 16-bit systems they really started amping up that that side of things this is also around the first time i started playing college football games and i don't remember them being very good then I don't remember one being very good then. Yeah, I think the the PlayStation Two uh, kind of Xbox generation was the one that turned around mm-hmm. uh, kind of football games on the on those systems. Yeah, for college football, absolutely. At least that's how I feel. Um, the Nintendo sixty four, one of the worst systems to play a fucking football game on. Everyone is awful. The controller, the, controller the, the the engine, like the, the infrastructure of the system, they're all bad. I never played a single good football game on the Nintendo 64, and I tried. One of the best friends in high school, this dude named Chris, massive Auburn fan. Peace and love. Part of the reason I dislike Auburn so much is because of being around this dude and his family. They were so annoying when it came to Auburn. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, they were a wonderful family otherwise. Great people. Chris, peace and love, buddy. Anomine Patri Spiritu Sancti. He's no longer with us. Um, but uh, he would try every sports game. This dude was, he was that dude that was into every single sport. You know what I mean? Like, I talk to you. You're mainly into football, right? Um, mm-hmm. Our buddy Blake that listens to the show. He seems to be a guy who's way into basketball. Our buddy Justin, who watches, uh, listens to both shows, seems to be way into baseball, right? Like, they may like other sports, but they all seem to have, like, that one sport that is their focus. Not this dude, right? He knew everything about every sport. NHL, NFL, and so on and so forth. And he tried every sports game on the Nintendo 64, and every single one of them was pretty bad. I can't think of a good one. Um, just you know I think further shows that maybe mine and your opinions about that system aren't as crazy as some people try to make it out to see definitely not yeah but um, I definitely remember getting back into the NCAA series on mm-hmm. my Xbox and really really going hard on like the the dynasty <laughs> mode and, yes. and recruiting players you know to your program and um, having them go through training and i mean every year i had a guy winning the heisman along with 
Alabama winning the national championship that just was going on so for years and years. That's what I was going to say is the next generation, the PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube generation. Um, I'm still messing around with Madden here and there, but I on, on PlayStation 2, I definitely transitioned to NCAA at this point. You're also talking about like the PlayStation 2 came out in 2000. I went off to college at Mississippi State in 2001, so like... I'm going to Mississippi State football games. I'm getting hammered. We lose every single one of them, even the homecoming game. You know what I mean? We're just real bad. But I can go to my silly little apartment, right, and and drink my silly little fucking Sparks. You remember those drinks, Steve? Unfortunately, I do. (laughs) The alcoholic (laughs) orange soda that came in a can that looked like a battery? Yeah. Giant battery? Uh Yeah. Yeah. I could sit there, get wasted on those, and play NCAA and Buddy taking it to the house every time i remember my roommate challenged me to pick like a really bad team and see if i could win the national championship with them so i played ncaa on the playstation 2 with mississippi valley state right and i had to go in and change their schedule for the season because you know i wouldn't be able to rank high enough to go to the national championship with the the schedule as it was buddy heisman trophy quarterback for the mississippi valley state and the championship done son don't mess with me Um, that's pretty impressive and then uh i remember i i was going to ask you if you ever knew somebody like this like that real college football stat nerd i knew a guy in college who was playing NCAA on his PlayStation 2, but he never played a single game. He would let the game simulate, then would go in and just read the stats and stuff. And he would do, you know, tray, uh, like like uh, signing and stuff in between seasons, but never once completed a damn game of football. He just did it. <laughs> this, it was the weirdest thing. I watched this dude sit on his couch for over an hour just simulating the results of these games and going and going and going my father was like that I oh really when i was a kid he used to play baseball games on his on his computer that were like that and he would never actually play the games he would just watch the results and then like manage the team assign players etc people people really get into that stuff uh but oh. for me i needed a little more uh interactive experience not me um not us <laughs> Um, no. but, so I sort of purposely left another system out of this generation, right? Because in 1999, the Sega G- Dreamcast comes out. Now, you want to talk about a, a, a console uh, that, much like the Nintendo 64, didn't have the biggest library, um, but is, a, is actually a banger of a console? It's the Sega Dreamcast. Um, mm-hmm. And what happened was, I did a little research into this, EA decided not to publish Madden on the Dreamcast, and thus the NFL 2K series is born. And I don't know, maybe you have some other examples in mind, Steve, but to me, the 2K series was the first time there was a football game good enough to stand against the Madden series. I completely agree, and... It was one of my favorite games. I yeah. loved that game. I loved both. I think they had 
maybe two or three years of it before uh, they kind of lost the license. Madden went exclusive with it, but all three of those years were bangers. They had kind of gimmick modes where you could play a game in like first person, mm-hmm. although I didn't do that too much, but they had all all sorts of other stuff, dynasties and whatnot. And the gameplay was just really solid and good. And um, that was really kind of what, what set it apart. It didn't have like the canned animations that Mm-mm. Madden did. It was a little more fluid gameplay because the wise and because the dreamcast was an awesome fucking it was the best looking football game available by a country mile at that point yep, right and, the 2k series and we i completely agree and we haven't even gotten into the fact that it seems like it was meant for that controller too mm-hmm. you know as far as like playing with your friends and and you would always back then kind of have to do the your friend wouldn't know how to fake pick a play because mm-hmm. you had to like look at the instructions for more than five seconds so mm-hmm. they would just ask you to to like look away don't look at the screen or whatever mm-hmm. you know and you like would I'm always cheat like that and but you would always encounter people that, you can't tell me you never encountered playing couch versus uh football with someone right and you, i think it's a universal experience that everybody had that one dude they played football right. against that did cheat that did watch what play you um picked and they'd be like <laughs> oh hold on i gotta change my play and then you're trying to yep. call audibles and shit with like a super complicated system. Hold down R2 and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's exactly. real fucked up. We don't got, we, High Potion Podcast does not stand for fucking football video game cheaters. Let me tell you. No, no, we don't. And, but the, the Dreamcast had that cool little controller with the video screen in it, you mm-hmm. know, and you could pick your plays on that yep. during the game, which, so, which was to <laughs> me like super amazingly awesome. This was that like weird. This was that weird era of video game console. Um, the Nintendo 64 did it and, and the Dreamcast did it where the memory card was, instead of being slotted into the system, was slotted into the controller. And for people that don't know, the Dreamcasts was called the VMU. And it was a memory card that had a little like calculator LCD screen on it. It had a D-pad and two buttons. And you could pop that into your Dreamcast controller and like Steve said... You could pick your play in football games so the your opponent wouldn't be able to see it. But you could then also, with other games, take that VMU out and play like a little mini game on it associated with whatever game it may be. It was really cool, and that was a football game game changer in the world of halls because there was no other fucking... There was no uh, uh, opportunity to, for people to cheat. Um, right, right. So you took that excuse away from people who would be like, "Oh, you're just looking at my plays or yep, whatever." Yep. You know. So um, this was my return to NFL-based video games. I, the, you know, like I was playing a little bit on the the um, PlayStation, but not much. PlayStation Two comes out, and I'm I'm doing NCAA, but NFL games were a Dreamcast experience for me. They released three on the Dreamcast, NFL 2K, 2K1, 2K3. And then when the next generation, like after the Dreamcast died out, um, it became it became ESPN NFL football. And then ESPN NFL 2K5 was the last one. That was the last year that we got a 2K game, and that was on the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox. Um but 
so, you know, we kind of talked about like when I was real young, I was kind of a Dallas Cowboys fan because of my family. Um, and, um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, sort of left that behind. I didn't really have an NFL team in 1999 when I go to Camelot music and pick up NFL 2k, right? Cause I'm very excited for it. It's getting amazing reviews on all the like gaming sites that are around at the time. Right. So, Plus we need games for this dreamcast at this point. Too, yeah, probably. Right. Yep. Yep. At, at this point, I've beat the brakes off of Soul Calibur. You know what I mean? I'm beating the campaign <laughs> with everybody. Nobody can step to my Soul Calibur game. Um, and I go to buy this game. And as I'm driving home in my 1989 Ford Tempo, very excited to get home and play this game, uh, I'm listening to a little album called Significant Other by the band Limp Biscuit, And they mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that's all I needed, right? I saw it as a sign from God himself, Fred Durst, that that was my team, NFL 2K. And that's who I always played, was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how, Steve, oh, have you ever good. heard? They were good then, though. Yeah, they kind of were. Have you ever heard a more Hall story in your life, though? God no, forbid. Perfect. God perfect forbid perfect. fucking Maynard James Keenan says something about the Dallas Cowboys on the next Tool album, and I'll be showing up to your house with a Dak Prescott face tattoo. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an easily influenced guy by people I enjoy. Um, Danny Carey always wears Lakers jerseys. I yeah, mean, and Vladdy Divac! Vladdy Divac played for them. Oh, dude. If I were ever to run into the man himself, Danny Carey, in person, I know I'd be too nervous to say anything, but I would like to think that if I could strike up a conversation with him, that for the bit, I would bring up Vladdy Divac. (laughs) Oh, you met Danny Carey? What was he like? Oh, man, he was really cool. We spent the whole time talking about Vladdy Divac. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And then, you know, like I was saying, the last 2K game we got was in 2004 on the Xbox and the PlayStation 2. Because after that is when EA gets the exclusive rights to make licensed NFL football games. And is why, ever since then, all you get is Madden. You were still getting NCAA, but as far as, like, NFL games are concerned, it's been all Madden. Um, <laughs> and uh, I... We talk about this all the time when we're not recording, but to me, that sort of killed the excitement for playing football games because there was no comp, no more like competition. There weren't not a lot of innovation, and it, and like you said, it's at this point, it kind of seems like they just update the rosters, pick a couple, tweak a couple of things, and kick a new Madden out the door every year. There's no excitement for me there anymore. I know there's diehard Madden players that, you know, they get two games every year. They get the new Call of Duty and the new Madden, and they're good. It just doesn't really do it for me anymore. Yeah, like, I I really feel like that, and I know they won't because it's it's just, it makes so much money. People buy it every year, you Mm -hmm. know. But I just wish that they would just do, like, a roster upgrade and maybe some animation upgrades that they would release every, for, like, put out a Madden game in the next two to three years, you're buying roster updates and animation updates Mm -hmm. for, like, maybe 10 bucks a pop. And then in three or four years, when they actually can put together, like, a holy shit reel of, look what we've Mm -hmm. been able to do, 
it makes more sense as opposed to just these barely incremental updates that we've been getting, you know, kind of a meme at this point. Yeah, and um, I know it's not Madden, but have you seen the video game site? It, 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 I think it might be Polygon. Maybe it's IGN. I can't remember which one it does. But, you know, they put FIFA out on the Switch, right? And literally the only difference every year are the rosters. There's no change. It's the same game they've been putting out since, you know, the first FIFA game on the Switch. And this video game site doesn't write a review. They just lower its score by one point every year. <laughs> As like a, it's hey, really man, funny. that's fucked up. Like, put some effort into it, right? Um, yeah. And so... I don't know about you, but at this point, uh, you know me, I'm also brand loyal. <laughs> so when this, this NFL thing happens, I rebel against football games unless they're NCAA. And I start exclusively playing 2K basketball games, college and um, NBA. And at this point, uh, when my PlayStation 3 uh, finally shows up, and I get it at launch or close to launch. Uh, instead of getting a Madden game at launch, I ended up getting a college basketball game at launch that ended up being quite the party game at my house back in the day. Um, me, Will, nice. Goose, and Jeff Ling would play each play, you know, like, um, you know, like me and Will would be on a team, and then Goose and Jeff would be on a team, and we'd play each, each other in college basketball. But yeah, I, I rebelled against. Um, NFL games for a little while there because of uh, I thought it was stupid that you know EA got the license exclusively um, I'm just sitting here thinking about it but then when they got the exclusive Star Wars license I didn't throw much of a fit about that huh man a man of wavering standards apparently um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that reminds me when you say party game, like there was another game that came out in mm -hmm. like the mid 2000s called NFL Street, yes. uh, which was kind of a, a spinoff of like the NBA Jam mm -hmm. uh, NHL hits kind of franchise. And I, I won't say it was as good as those. To me, it wasn't, but it still had like some charm to it. Like they tried to capture like backyard football. You could like jump your dude off a wall and over people and things like that. You could grab the quarterback and carry him back like 15 yards and sack him. Mm -hmm. Oh, NFL blitz uh, was the other one. That's too. the one I was going to bring up. The NFL blitz yeah. was the first and only time I ever played a, a, a football game in the arcade. Do you remember the NFL yes. blitz arcade oh, yeah. machines? They sure were do. Yeah. so fucking loud. Like why were those <laughs> arcade machines that loud? It literally it's it felt like you walked up behind the center on the line of scrimmage. You spread his cheeks <laughs> nice and wide. You got a clear view of the colon, <laughs> the prostate and the coccyx. <laughs> like that's how loud those fucking arcade machines were. I just remember being like this motherfucker loud. Um, yeah, yeah, but it, those games were fun. I mean, the, the the problem with playing those games in the arcade is they're quarter sinks, you know. Yes. Uh, you got to pay like four dollars for a quarter of football, <laughs> right? Playing them at home was fun too, but eh, I don't know. Like to me, it didn't hold up as much as like NBA Jam did. No, uh, no. you know, which which was like NBA Jam is in like the video game Hall of Fame, right? Like mm -hmm. NFL Blitz is not <laughs> no no um, but good, still fun games like there was oh, yeah, fun, fun so those sort of like 
I don't know what you would call them, like gimmicky football games like that were fun. To me, they were always a rental instead of an own because I could play it a lot over the weekend and get my fill of it. I never felt compelled to then go spend the money on it. Um, Agreed. And then I don't know if you remember this, Steve. What was the first video game, first uh, football video game that you and I played against each other? Hmm. Was it? Uh, did we play NCAA football against each other? We sure or was did. it Madden? Nope. It, it was, was NCAA. The, the college game. It was NCAA football 2008, aka the first year that would have had uh, Nick, like Saban. Nick Saban's big class. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I showed up one Saturday or one afternoon. I can't remember. And you were like, hey, you want to play some NCAA? And I was like, yeah, sure. And you were like, don't pick Mississippi State. You should probably pick somebody a little higher, like with better stats. And I was like, no, man, I'm going to play Mississippi State. And I remember like it was a doo-doo stomping, right? Like you're just wiping the floor with me. My man Steve has – he's got it on the sticks with a football game, right? And I remember I'm like fourth and 30 or some shit. And um, (laughs) – uh yeah I, I, like and i remember okay so it comes the time i you, you're you're down fourth and 30 it's zero to 85 right you got to make a choice is this where you go for some fucking stunning heroics and try for the fake punt or you know uh, are you going to to you know go for the real punt save some face and so we load up the plays my guys at the you know everybody's lined up and i do the real punt i don't fake it and steve pauses the game and he looks over at me and he goes hey i just want you to know i i respect you not doing the fake punt i was like thanks he was like i think it's stupid when people do it on such a like a um a backwards ass play that because i was basically pushed up against my own end zone at this point right right and and like it was one of those like hey man respect moments yeah totally i do remember this but in my mind I wasn't doo-doo stomping you yet at that point. So it was a real good call on, your, on that point. But, like, I, I had played so many people throughout the years in football who were like, punt, I'm not punting, I'm just going to go for it. And then the, then they wonder why they lose the game 48 to nothing. You know what I mean? Buddy, like... and that was, I, I remember that happening, and I just go, oh, wow, I just realized a moment of personal growth. I had one of those moments where, like, years and years of gaming or whatever experience it may be play in your head right um Mm -hmm. where i just remember trolling my hardcore football fan friends by stomping them in nfl 2k and buddy i never once (laughs) really did a punt or a field goal it was always fakes and i always took them to the house like <laughs> undefeated and every time they would get so mad they would be like just play it like you would actually play football and i'm like that's what i would do i I would do this is what i would do they would get so mad my buddy chris <laughs> broke one of my original dreamcast controllers he got so mad playing me in nfl 2k and like it was one of those real tense moments afterwards where like he's clearly real mad i'm mad that my controller is broken but we're just not, neither one of us is going to adjust it because it might be a fucking throwdown if we do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go home, and next day I'm sitting there on my computer probably playing EverQuest or whatever. Knock on the door. I go there, and it's my buddy Chris with a with a shiny new Dreamcast controller. He's like, hey, man, 
I'm sorry, I got too, you're just too good at that game. I'm going to have to buy a Dreamcast and a copy and practice. But, you know, football is real important to me. I was like, dude, it's fine. You replace my controller. We're good. But I'm going to keep beating you in NFL 2K. I had to let him know, like, I'm not going to take it yeah, easy on you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's what I remember about our first time playing a football game together. Not something, by the way, that we've done a lot of. Because I don't, it's at the point now where I don't stand a chance. I'm so um, out of practice. The most recent time I played a, a Madden game, um, you know, I do those like Xbox Game Pass quests to get rewards points for free Xbox Live. Sure. Um, and um, one of them was like, play a game of Madden, whatever it was, 2022 or whatever, 2021. Um, online and I was on the headset with you and Will and I was playing Madden and I could hear the other dude but he couldn't hear me because I was in an Xbox party with you and this dude was talking so much shit dude <laughs> like he was like why do you even play this game you didn't score a single time I don't think you got a single <laughs> first down and I was like my god um so listen, there is one thing that I'm still not quite sure why, but I want you to explain it to me and also the listeners. So NCAA games come out until what? The late 2000s, right? And then they stop right. making them. Yes. And I kind of mm -hmm. know the reason why, but I, I feel like you um, might have a better explanation, be able to explain it better. Yeah, there was a lawsuit. Um I think spearheaded by an uh, an ex player, but like a player who wasn't that far removed from college. I feel like it was he played he maybe played for UCLA, but uh, you know they wanted they were suing that their likenesses were being used, even though in the college game um, they didn't actually use their names. Mm -hmm. They would just have their position and number, right? Even though the number was correct, but eventually the court upheld that. Um, EA or whoever made the game was responsible for for giving them money, mm -hmm. and at the time that just wasn't allowed, you know, with college mm -hmm. athletes, and so that basically ended that franchise. Um, and the same thing with um, college basketball; you don't yep. see any college basketball games. But I want to say maybe that that basketball was the was the impetus for the lawsuit. Oh, football. really? I think so. Um, I could be wrong on that. So, but you know. Um, it's coming back though, NCAA mm -hmm. football with the the new landscape of college football, which is changing rapidly, um, and players are allowed to get paid now. I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're into college football, you've seen current Alabama quarterback Bryce Young in a ton of commercials. Right. You know that's that's allowed now, so they're allowed to pay these kids a little bit of money. Now listen, which I, I feel like most of the kids were fine just being in the game. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I think that's. If if I was in college and I was in a video game, I would think that would be pretty cool, like its own reward. But that's just me. Listen, man, uh, this is what I think, right? We, you and I have talked about this before. Um, I always thought it was kind of silly that these fucking college football superstars couldn't make a little chain, chain, change on the side. Because listen, totally. man, uh, the one thing as I transitioned into liking college football and sort of following it more closely, the thing I came to realize is like, 
you can be a very, very good college football player. And when it comes time for your NFL career to roll around, um, listen, peace and love, you're probably going to be doing car uh, car dealership commercials yeah. and billboards in a few years. Like, it just doesn't work out for the majority of college football players. Of course it does for a lot of them too, but... And the other thing is, is like, okay, so, you know, you work really hard, you get... Um, you sign to a, a, a decent college football team, you show out, you're putting your fucking body on the line, especially with everything we know about, like, CTI and... Um, um, yeah, CTE, CTE yeah, yeah, and, totally. and, and concussions and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. make a little money so that, like, if the NFL thing doesn't pan out, like, you didn't just Which it go... probably won't. Exactly. You yeah. didn't just go and fucking knock your head around a million times for nothing, right? So I have no problem with it. Um, do you, the, you did bring that up, though, about the rosters. I remember thinking... We were in a new utopian age when the NCAA games came out and you could go online and download the roster for all the college teams. So it would have their names and numbers. And I even remember yep, at the time. They would be ready to go like, a, like yep. a day or two after the game came out. They'd yep. be ready to go. To, you'd be go on the boards waiting for uh, people to tell you where to go. It was a great time. Yeah, man. Uh, so fucking cool. I'll tell you this. When they bring NCAA back, I'll get it. That will be my return to football gaming. Yeah. College football. Yes. We will stream we'll stream it. I'll let you guys see Steve Dudu stomp me with Alabama. Because it will happen. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Um and then yeah, like since the sort of death of NCAA football, I haven't voluntarily bought a Madden game since. I know you probably went well, no, you got one sort of recently with the launch of the new consoles, right? Like with the PS5. Yeah, I, I've been, da- I've dabbled. Mm-hmm. You know, they're available on Game Pass too. Right. So I've had some friends over and we've dicked around on them, but I haven't gotten into them seriously. Um, and you know, the, the Madden games are fun. Like if you haven't played one in a while or whatever, you might be surprised coming back to it how kind of interesting it is now. But okay, like I said, it's it's one of those one of those franchises that has just been running amok unchecked for mm-hmm. years and years and years. And it could really use some competition. I think, I think just so to, too. to freshen, freshen up the space. You know what I mean? I think competition is a good thing. That's why like mm-hmm. I am not a, I am no longer like a one console only fanboy, Right. Because I think the yeah. competi- competition between all the, the consoles leads to innovation and interesting shit game pass to me is a direct uh result of the competition with sony right yep sony's new thing with playstation plus is a direct example uh, like answer to game pass like that is you know sort of an example of where you can see that so yeah i would love to see another developer get I, i would like to see them open the license back up you know we saw like, didn't some shit go down with the FIFA license in EA this year? Um, this is the last year for FIFA. Yeah. Um, EA's going to call it something different. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're just going to, I think, negotiate with the clubs separately. Right. Uh, you know, because FIFA really isn't anything but, like, the governing body of, of soccer. You right, know? right. So... We'll see. It won't be called FIFA going forward, though. Mm-mm. It's interesting. Yeah, and that's... I remember seeing the change in you as a sports gamer when 
FIFA got its hooks in you. You were like a hardcore yeah. FIFA guy for uh, several years straight. Like if yeah, nine I times out of ten, FIFA. yeah, nine times out of ten, if I came over to your apartment, you were either just wrapping up or had just wrapped up some sort of game of FIFA or were messing around with your ultimate team. It, it stuck around for a while. Definitely. Yeah. An ultimate team is another thing, you know, that it's, it's in the football games too. And mm -hmm. it's kind of a, a loot boxy thing where you Open buy packs card of cards packs, yep. and, and yeah, you, you get players and you're basically just putting together like your a fantasy football team of guys from all different teams based on the cards you're getting. And mm -hmm. it's pretty addictive, you know, and competitive. And, and I when with the FIFA version, I definitely have spent, some money on yeah on those freaking fifa packs man yeah I'm, I'm glad and listen you're talking to a guy who has a um bit of a Fortnite skin problem um i gotta <laughs> say i'm glad i never got into the ultimate team or whatever the uh the the same thing is that they do in the 2k basketball games because that's what's interesting to me right so you know uh, EA gets the exclusive license to football games. 2K then just transitions to doing basketball at first. And, and you know, they do other things now as well. They do like the wrestling games and stuff. But, um, and when they picked up the flag of fucking NBA games, guess who became the best fucking developer of NBA games? 2K, to the point where, when was the last time EA put out a basketball game? They just quit putting them out. Yeah, yeah they, they, were they just they were getting trashed. And mm -hmm. I mean, two K does do a great basketball game, but that's its own yeah conversation because that sure. one is super bogged down with microtransactions these Big days. Time. But yeah, they, and very they do have very hard to play for basketball some product. Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> basketball games are not easy. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, don't, I it, it is the one time that a a series of games has I felt outpaced my my comprehension right like i always said like i don't want to be one of those fucking melted ass elmer fudd motherfuckers it's like oh the xbox controller's too complicated it's got too many buttons but when i'm playing an nba game you might as well imagine me talking about be very very quiet i'm hunting for women online you know what i'm talking about like because i just can't figure it out i just can't figure it out yikes <laughs> and i'll say with those games man fifa was kind of the same way with me it was one of those like easy to learn hard to master type games mm -hmm. um the more you play them just kind of you'll start to figure out all the little systems they've got in there and you just get better but Oof. it's just one of those things man if you don't have like a good solid group of friends to play with just playing by yourself on sports games can get kind of can get kind of a yeah, man. old. yeah and and I like I know there there's the different type of playing a sports game with a friend experience. There's the one that's just kind of chill. There's shit talking being done, but it's like in good fun. Everybody's laughing. And then there's the intense one where you have somebody that you're like, oh, shit, this guy might break a, a hole in the wall if he loses. That's not really my thing, right? Like, I and no. in those high uh, pressure situations, I'm probably just going to let that dude win. You know what I mean? And call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not really my type either, but I'm not going to let those people win. Sayonara, Ragey-san, because <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Ragey-san. So listen, what were your favorite um, video game, football games? 
do you have any memories did we leave out a franchise that you you think is is um overlooked let us know highpotionpod at gmail.com if you get an email in in the next couple of days it'll be in the next episode we record so keep that in mind um once again peace and love to adriana chechik you let us know what you need from us all right i'll be saul goodman right. up in that courtroom i'll, I'll be like look at me <laughs> look at me your honor she could have ended up like me wheels for feet do you want wheels for feet her a 10 wheels for feet Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and and, and Not on my watch. i'm calling to the stand american entertainment treasure james spader Vladi Divok comes in and plays key witness. You know, you know I me. Mean? I got this defense stored up. All I need is a couple of the million. You know what I mean? She can take the other 20 or whatever she's going to get from TwitchCon. I'll take the other two, and I fucking retire to Japan. Konnichiwa! <laughs> um, hey, man, leave us a review, please. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, follow you know Steve. Left, you know who has left on. You know who has left us. Oh. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I'm so glad get, you did. Sure this. Uh, our buddy Nate, Nader Goat, uh, who's won the won a competition before, a mm-hmm. buddy of the podcast, he got married recently, and I just wanted to say congratulations, buddy. Nate, I hope your first child is a masculine child. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. <laughs> and you know what? You could be like Nate, right? You know what happens when you leave a five-star review from uh, for High Potion? You meet the goddamn love of your life and you get married. And you spend the rest of your life happy. That's a High Potion guarantee. Not really, but do it anyway. <laughs> I ain't trying to get sued like TwitchCon for making a claim I can't back up. Uh, follow Steve on Twitter, at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast, at High Potion Pod. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ah!